You're listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. I'm your host, Kate Pierce-Nims, NYSEC's Multimedia Specialist. We're joined today by Portia Ingram, Director of Smart Start Suffolk. In the most recent issue of NYSEC News Magazine, Portia wrote an article on a wellness newsletter she helped to implement for Suffolk County employees. Our conversation today will focus on how the newsletter came to be, how it has been received by the county workforce, and what self-care can look like and how it can be fostered in the workplace. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so glad to uh, really have this opportunity to talk about the initiative. Great. So to start us off, can you give us an overview of the newsletter? It originated from meeting a need brought on by the toll of the COVID-19 pandemic and provided updates and resources. Uh, What was it like getting that started? Well, it was it was very interesting because, you know, back in 2020, all of us were in the thick of it. We, you know, were really just thinking of staying well and just taking things really moment to moment, um, trying to stay healthy. And our uh, then chief of staff, who is now our chief deputy county executive, Lisa Black, came to me and was like, you know, we really need to implement something for our employees here at Suffolk that's going to really help us be more intentional about you know, infusing healthy practices into our workforce. So she tapped me to figure that out. (laughs) And with that, uh, I went to our uh, former director of the Division of Community Mental Health, and we came up with a kind of a a guideline for a program. Um, And then ultimately what came out of it was a newsletter. And the newsletter had resources, events related to COVID, yes, um, especially because at that time there was so much new information, new policies coming out. I feel like it was almost every week something changed. So we wanted to make it a hub for where people can come and find out more. And then also we wanted to add in activities and events from our governmental agencies and our community members that would foster health. So yoga, uh, meditation, gardening, things that also people can do while they're at home on lockdown or quarantine. Uh, So we wanted to try and, you know, grab from those areas of health to, to really, you know, offer programs to our employees. And that's a great resource to be able to pull together because a newsletter can just be sent out on a regular basis and your employees know what to expect, um, that they'll get this in their inbox with some helpful tips and some resources in the community. Yes, exactly. And we actually started out as doing it daily, so Monday through Friday, but as the you know pandemic went along, we we're like, okay, we can go to a weekly. So now we're actually at a weekly newsletter. Um, so we are still supporting our colleagues in that way, but um, we decided to kind of fade out a little bit since we are returning, returning to what we like to call this new normal of sorts. So refreshing, right? To think about getting towards a new normal. It's been a while, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so also self-care is something that can take on a different meaning for different people. How would you describe self-care? Sometimes I feel like there's this stereotype that it's all bubble baths and journaling and that kind of stuff. So yeah. how would you describe that? So you make a great point. So journaling, I'm actually not even great at journaling. So when people suggest journaling, like, and I also suggest it too, because it might work for you, but it doesn't work for everyone. So whether it is finding some um, lo-fi music on YouTube uh, that kind of gets you in a headspace to be productive, whether it is going to yoga, um, it really matters on what you need to really be your highest self. 
So, you know, the best version of you, what is that today? What do you need? So those who may not be great at journaling like myself, we might choose to just go for a walk. Or if we can't go for a walk, we might choose to play some music. And so that's also what we did is kind of like mix it up. You know, we offered lo-fi. Um, actually, our IT people really like the lo-fi. So like, keep that going, you know, and we had, you know, different types of, of self-care activities you could partake in. So really, I believe truly that it comes down to what you need and it might even be just what you need for that day. Yeah, I'm big fan of lo-fi beats uh, hip hop beats to study to that that whole playlist <laughs> oh, yeah. on YouTube. So I'm very familiar with that on my end. Um, and self care can look like a lot of different things. Sometimes it's just taking a quick break and you know kind of turning your brain off. There can be like watching um, a comfort show just to have some regularity to your day. I know there's a lot of people who watch things like The Office and that sort of thing. Just that right. the expectedness <laughs> can help to just regulate a bit so that's so great to hear about all these different resources also that you've been uh providing in the newsletter so what has the reception been in the community from the newsletter from your workforce have you received a lot of feedback from it we definitely have uh you know initially before because now we have a survey embedded in our emails before we were receiving uh emails back to us from recipients just really full of gratitude um thanking us for actually making it a part of their day, because if it's not given to you, you have to be really intentional, unfortunately, to bring in a lot of these healthy habits. So, you know, for a lot of people, they're saying, oh, I'm done with work, then I'll go to the gym, or I'll do that workout, or I will do something that's good for me. So how do we incorporate to that, that into the workplace? So the newsletter made it very easy for our colleagues to be intentional about you know their health while they were on the job or if it was an activity they could do after work they don't have to go searching all around for it it was right there in our newsletter like okay i'm gonna hit that right after work maybe before i go home because that's gonna be something good for me uh, that i didn't go out of my way to to have to find so yeah that was um you know a huge a huge uh deal for many people that all they wanted was simplicity all they wanted was a level of clarity and certainty and they and we we gave it to them in a small way by offering those events and those those self-care activities right there in that flyer that they received directly into their inbox have you been to some of the events that you had talked about in the newsletter um and did you help to organize any of those oh yeah so in the beginning uh we actually worked with a lot of our community groups so there was a LICAD, which works with those with, who have alcoholism, but there's also a piece where uh, they operate with the family element. So family and caregiver trainings. And we also, of course, you know, many of us on here may be listening know that we saw alcoholism and other negative habits spike during the pandemic. So, you know, what do we have in place for our people that are in the homes caring for those individuals going through that? Uh, so, you know, I would be on those calls and, and brought them into our circles. So shout out to LICAP for being a part of the initiative. Uh, we had local therapists that would come on and discuss certain topics. But then we also had uh, a woman named Rita Fernandez, who is actually our chief diversity officer here in Suffolk County, who is also Chopra certified in meditation, do a few meditation sessions. And with those, with all of our calls and meetings, 
we recorded them and we kept them on our Suffolk County YouTube page. So that's where we kind of archived everything. So if people were working, didn't have time to, you know, stop during the day or, you know, had to take a late lunch, they could always go back to the YouTube page and, and review and kind of, you know, see what was going on for the day. Uh, but I definitely tuned into many of them and, you know, to get the reactions to see, okay, are people really buying into this? Uh, what can we do better? And so, yeah, that it was part work, part fun for me. <laughs> That's so great. And to be able to connect with some of your, the peers, your peers in county government and your community um, also. And having that on your YouTube channel, that takes away a little bit of stress of like, finding a yoga studio and paying for a subscription for meditation services and that kind of thing just know and also knowing that it's very local so having your own community members host these it's not like somebody out somewhere who does this and they're super focused and they want you to do it all the time you know it's very stress-free because what's the point of doing self-care if it stresses you out thank you that is a great point I'm like is it simple (laughs) is it not stressing me out okay let's look into it Um, And even with the creation of this newsletter, it was about accessing what is there, you know, not going too far out of my way because, you know, I'm also going through all this too with everybody else. So on top of doing my, um, my typical job, which at the time was Deputy Director of Community Affairs. So, you know, we were arranging vaccine pods, but it's like, okay, gotta get out the newsletter. So what resources were readily available within the government and community stakeholders that we typically engaged in uh, to present to everyone to, you know, give visibility to that and give awareness to that. And also going back to what you said about normalcy, establishing some semblance of normalcy for those that felt like they didn't have any. It's a, a bit of a routine to an anchor. Um, this expectedness can help to ground you in uncertain times and in times of instability. So I I definitely love this initiative and it's just really great to know that something that is consistent and stress-free and just a resource for your community that's created by your community. Um, And are there any other initiatives or programs that have been inspired by the newsletter, any feedback from the newsletter that you're like, okay, great, this is something that we can continue doing? Right, you know, definitely. So uh, one of the resources that we've been tapping to uh, greatly on different levels within our local government is uh, we have an organization called Family Service League and they have what's called their DASH Center. And we've been recommending that to individuals that might be undergoing like acute or if it's a chronic illness that they have, mental, mental health illness that they have, if they're having an episode like to go there. So we've, we've always advertised that as a resource. Um, and prior to that, it was not really out there as much. The visibility wasn't out there. Um, but since the pandemic and since the spikes and whether it's um, drug use or mental health conditions, you know, people have really been utilizing that. So we've kind of been more of like a hub to, to create more awareness for the local resources, because Suffolk County has a great deal of resources, you know, and I, you know, bet a lot of the the counties on here listening do as well. It's just the awareness. It's it's the marketing, and we really became that hub where everybody wants to come to and say, "Hey, can you post my newsletter? Can you, you know, post this uh, new program that we're going to be rolling out?" And I think that's more so what we turned into. It became about, okay, let's try and give them some resources about wellness to, okay, we have this program rolling out. We have 
you know, this organization that's going to be increasing their reach across the county and to make sure that we are optimizing the use of services throughout the county, really. Um, and, and this is a, a nice piece to that uh, where we're, we're driving that visibility. Right, because people can only make use of programs as much as they know about them. So it's no good to have programs that are phenomenal and really helpful that kind of just sit in the dark and, you know, aren't utilized as much as they could be. So we're having a great time with this conversation and I'm so looking forward to talking a bit more, but we are going to take a quick break just to hear a message from a sponsor of ours at NYSEC. So we will be right back to the conversation. Aetna's Public Sector New York Division is dedicated to serving the communities of New York's counties by partnering with local governments to provide support and resources that meet the needs of the community. Aetna, in partnership with CVS Health, administer health and prescription insurance plans as well as Medicare Advantage programs that couple a local focus with national access to hospitals and physicians for employees, families, and retirees. For more information, contact Aetna Senior Sales Executive Thomas Allen at 860 860- 539-1372. That's 860-539-1372 or visit Aetna.com. So in this newsletter that is full of resources and is bringing light to some of the services and programs that are available in Suffolk County for the county workforce, how do you get the word out about the newsletter? Is this something that's just automatically said to Suffolk County employees, or is it something that they have to opt into? So it is automatically sent uh, to our 12,000 plus employees. Uh, However, we do give people the opportunity to unsubscribe for it or subscribe back in. I've had people that are like, I don't really want this clog it on my inbox, but then they look to their colleague and they're like, wow, my colleague's actually really benefiting. I'm going to I'm going to resubscribe. And so we do have uh, that ability, you know, once we get that out to you, you can unsubscribe, um, but a large, large majority of our employees still receive this newsletter uh, to this day. We all worry about cluttered inboxes, but what's the harm in having something that's like, ah, take a quick break, listen to some music. So that's really great. I wish I'm not a Suffolk County employee, but I wish I could do something similar. So for our county listeners on the call, so your peers in county government across the state, what would you recommend for them looking to implement a similar initiative for their county workforce? Were there any challenges that you had to overcome in setting up the newsletter or any lessons learned that you've had? Wow, so that is a great question. I believe that, um, you know, we really worked with what we had uh, kept it simple, which was the the best way to go about it. You know, as I said before, for that for that time, and we just looked to utilize any resource we had internally. Uh, but then we also looked at the relationships we had with external organizations, your your um, your social service oriented organizations, your health organizations, uh, local nutritionists. Uh, you know, if you have a nature club. <laughs> that that's in your community, engaging with them, you know, for, uh, I know for our local government and personally for me, it's so important to support our local businesses. And so really giving them the visibility and, you know, through our network of people, but also genuinely using their services to, to enrich the lives of our colleagues. 
you know, having both things, being able to marry those things together, I just believe is a win. So really start simple, start internally, promote anything that you have health related, and then build out. And then over time, you know, people might email you and say, hey, I really love this program, really want you to keep this going. Or you may not see as much a response with certain programs and just kind of, you know, evolve as, as the need, you know, permits. And so and you can gauge that metric however you want to, but ideally just start simple, start internal, branch out and connect with your community members. And then along the line, just maybe survey and see how best you can serve uh, your people. Right. And I was just thinking that it's only as useful as people buy into it, too. So having even a part of the end of the newsletter that says, have any ideas, have any suggestions, what could we do better? Um, hearing feedback is always helpful. And just in general, in county government, just, it, you know, in your role as a county official, it's always helpful to hear feedback from your residents on programs and services. And likewise, if you're implementing something for your workforce internally, it's important not only to get that feedback, but to provide feedback. So to be somebody in the workforce to say, don't just see this in your inbox and think, wow, it's great. And then go about your day. And, <laughs> you know, if, if you think it's great yeah, and if it's helpful, true. actually saying this is something that's helping me. And, you know, here's how um, to the person who's putting that out. Like, I'm sure it was helpful to hear feedback from your colleagues about the newsletter and how helpful it has been you know most definitely and for me and especially during COVID a lot of us were just faces behind a screen so you don't really know me personally you don't know how to take certain um feedback but for me it was always being you know whatever the feedback was good bad and different just staying you know just staying in a, in a, a positive or graceful space at times and really just giving the best to that person for where they're at. You know, sometimes uh, we had people that were very positive in their feedback, even if it was something that was more critical. Sometimes we had people that were not positive uh, and critical. <laughs> so, you know, as a person that many people may have not known, and then I kind of finally became the wellness lady, um, you know, people, whether or not they decided to stay on the newsletter had a positive association with me because one, I allowed them to be heard. You know, they didn't respond, you know, my response to them, regardless of feedback, wasn't anything negative or, you know, harming. Um, and also Michelle too, I'll shout out Michelle who currently, you know, runs the newsletter, but, you know, really herself, she is a beautiful demeanor. And she also responds to people in such a positive and graceful way as well. So it's really just making sure people feel heard, people feel that their needs are getting met, and you know that we just make sure we are representing what we're putting out as well. That's powerful, representing what you're putting out. Um, it's a great just driver for this kind of initiative as well, just to know that you're staying grounded. So as we're coming to the end of our conversation, is there anything else that you would like to discuss um, on the wellness? I loved how you described yourself as the wellness lady. That is a great legacy to have um, within the county to be known for, to be the you know mindfulness, meditation, and wellness person. Um, it's just a great connection to make. So is there anything else that you would like to discuss with our county listenership today? 
I mean, just really, I, I hope that we all in our own respective counties as, as different and sometimes as similar as they may be, just find the best way to take care of our, our employees, our colleagues, the ones that really keep things going day to day. Um, because for all people, the, the groundwork to be happy is their health. Um, you know, we need to just ensure that people are able to take care of themselves and that we are also reinforcing, you know, the health, healthy standards in the workplace and in the workforce. Right, because a workforce who feels supported and who feels like they have opportunities to grow and feels like they're heard uh, is a workforce that will stick around and will <laughs> contribute more. You know, you have a more exactly. productive, more engaged workforce when they're really connected with their community and with like other peers in the workforce. So, and I would definitely recommend for our listeners, if you haven't checked out NYSEX magazine yet, it's still online. If you haven't gotten your physical copy, physical copies have been mailed out. So you can check it out at nysac.org slash magazine. And you can read Portia's article, bringing self-care directly to your inbox for some more details that we haven't discussed today. And um, definitely reach out to Portia if you would like to learn more and she can connect you with the folks in Suffolk County who are putting together this wellness newsletter now, even two years beyond when it was started. Just a fantastic initiative and I really super appreciate you taking the time to share your expertise today. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Kate. I greatly appreciate it. Um, and thank you to those who are listening out there and all you do for the state of New York and beyond. Thanks for listening to this episode of County Conversations, brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. We hope that you will continue to enjoy these county government-focused conversations, so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.